to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live, as always, from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. Looking forward to it. As always, it's going to be a great show. It is, and I have to say, I'm especially excited to get today's show over with because we've been working up to today's show for the past two or three days, and I've been anticipating telling you guys the punchline to the last two radio shows that we've done. You know, we've been talking a lot um, in the past, well, really this week, we've been talking a lot about the fact that a lot of you are telling me about and telling Julie about and telling all of our great coaches about the fact that you're starting to see cracks in the foundation of housing in your individual markets. And Julie, I know you have a great story from Robert chance one of our coaches actually you know what Mm -hmm. it's a perfect time to tell it so jump right in okay so uh let me just kind of revamp what he was telling me now robert is both an agent a team leader and a great coach for us in san diego so i always enjoy hearing boots on the street accounts of what's going on out there he personally went door knocking you know, we like our coaches to be in the thick of it along with you guys so that they go through what you go through. He was door knocking. They had 20 leads in just one neighborhood. These were not sporadic spread out over San Diego. These were in one neighborhood. He made 17 contacts. That by itself proves that door knocking can be successful. Okay, so that was in just one neighborhood with an average price range of between five and 800000 and he is reporting back that it was a very similar flavor to what he experienced in 2006. The end of the boom, the beginning of a shift, people were upside down. A lot of the people he spoke with were not even aware how upside down they were based on what the neighborhood actually would go for. These were NODs, lots of potential short okay. sales in there, Ms. potential Ms. Julie, Yes. You always you always yell at me off radio when I use terminology right. with the assumption that everyone who's listening oh. understands. Notice of default. <laughs> that I get to do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said NOD. Not all of them will know what that means. Notice of default. And in California, guys, just so you're clear, this is for the half of you that you know haven't been listening to us forever. Um, a notice of default is issued typically in California. Not after they've missed one two, one payments, not two payments, not three payments, but depending, it could be up to six payments. So an actual notice of default, it's called Liz Pens in Florida and things like that. But a notice of default in California, again, depends on where in California. I don't want to get into the particulars about why it changes. It's supposed to be the notice of default is supposed to be issued in 90 days, you know. But the banks don't always issue it in 90 days. So um, moral of the story is in this one particular neighborhood. He knew that there were 20 new notices of defaults. Now, I want you guys to drill down and think about what we're telling you. And this is the essence of why we've done these radio shows for you. And thank you, Robert, for sending Julie that information so we can share it with all the guys listening. You have opportunities that you did not have six months from now because of the shifting market. Robert got the list of notices of defaults. You guys can get that, too. By the way, it's all part of the Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program, how you guys can go about doing this. And what a notice of default is, is just that. It's someone who's missed a payment. Now, I'm going to give you some very specific information. 90% of the time, when someone misses one payment, they're going to go into to default. They cannot afford to catch the payment up. Now, we're talking in San Diego, where your average price, according to what Julie just said, is five to 800000 So let's say their payment was $4,000 or $6,000. Now they have to come up with twelve. They just can't do it. So 
they miss one payment, they miss two payments. Statistically, we know that once that train has left the station, they're headed to foreclosure land. Robert was knocking on the door. Robert was telling them the truth about what was going on in the market. He knew that they knew that he knew that they'd missed payments. These were sellers that had to sell. A have-to-sell seller is the very definition of what your true mindset and heart of service is all about. These are people that are in distress. These are people that have to sell. These are people that can't get their payments caught up. These are people that probably didn't know what else to do, and so basically they're connecting with Robert, and he's going to probably pick up a boat ton of listings. He, and, Julie, I don't know if he told you this or if you asked. Did he say whether or not anybody else was soliciting these NODs in that particular area? I don't think they were. I would not swear on my life about that, but that was my impression. Robert, if you're listening live, uh, post it in replay. Just chat Julie and answer that question if you yeah. don't mind. So, yeah, I mean, that would, that's, again, that is the essence of why we're sharing this information with you guys. Uh, and the other reason, and we're going to get to the particular points, we're going to finish out today's show. Today's show is 10 powerful points of actions you need to be taking now. Um, you know what? I'm not going to jump ahead because what I was about to say was point number three. But here's this, the big takeaway, guys. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't be stressed out. Don't think that because of this market shift that it's going to have as a, you know it's not going to have an equal effect on everyone. I had a call with a great client named Howard earlier, and he sells real estate in uh, neighborhoods outside of D.C. Well, guess what? That market, D.C. in particular, is probably immune to any kind of housing slowdown. Why? Because when we'll start seeing a noticeable change in the shift in the market, it's going to be about the same time that there's a new administration entering in Washington, D.C., and as all of our great-time, long-time Washington, D.C. area, Virginia area agents will tell you, those people sell and buy and sell constantly. So in that particular geographic area, no matter what's going on with the macro economy, no matter what's going on in the, you know, there's going to be a lot of real estate transactions to be had. So markets like that, no matter what's happening, the moral of the story is there is no national market. There's little small micro markets. Even in your market, there's micro markets. Know the market. Know the information. So that's kind of summarizing the last two days' worth of radio shows. We have received literally dozens of you guys expressing interest in the coaching program. And I just want to hit the high points, and then we're going to get to the first point. It's $2,000. I know a lot of you guys were like, how can there be a coaching program for only $2,000? Well, there is. It's $2,000. You get all of Real Estate Coaching Essentials. We're also including, you, including information about the distressed into the market. For those of you who are in markets that are starting to basically have that be more of an opportunity, that's part of Real Estate Coaching Essentials. How to get REOs, BPOs, short sales, that's all part of Real Estate Coaching Essentials, but it's just part of it. It's like 5% of what's there. You also get a live coaching call, uh, live semi-private coaching call per week. You get a, it's a group call, but you get a live semi-private coach, coaching call, usually hosted by Julie per week, and then you get one private coaching call with one of our coaches that you schedule around. It's called Coaching on Demand that you schedule around your schedule once per month. So you get a, that's all. And it's yeah, right. So now some of you are going to say, "Well, I want to join this. I definitely need this education because I know the market's shifting." What am I supposed to do? I, you know, maybe I set aside the money, whatever. Okay, doesn't work. Doesn't matter. We have arranged with a lender that every single one of you are approved to be part of this program, even if you can't pay the whole two thousand amount. We will finance you. It's six months, same as cash. There's, you know, basically there's no excuses. Every single one of you, no matter what your present situation is, can be part of this coaching program. And the other thing is, and I forgot to mention this yesterday, is basically it's a six-month program, but we give you an additional six months for free. So it's a six-month program, but you get an additional six months at no additional charge. 
Why did we do that? Because I want to make sure that we're with you, not during just the time of the market transitioning, but as for after it's actually started to transition more obviously, I want to make sure that we're there to constantly make sure that you guys are on track so that you take advantage of all the opportunities this new market's going to hold. All you got to do is fill out that form. Uh, if you're on your mobile phone, as most of you are, just scroll down, put your basic contact information in, and someone from our staff will call you back. And remember, when you do, just by completing the form, we're going to give you those three free books there for free, uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, your 12-month uh, lead generation plan, and the Real Estate Treasure Map. All right, so Julie, I have a question yes. for our listeners. Mm-hmm. I, have a question. I actually have two questions. So here are the two questions. Number one, and I want you guys to please take this seriously, you know, literally – Thousands of you guys listen. We've had over a million listens. We have, you know, and I hope you guys know that Julie and I are, are being as sincere and honest and transparent as possible. And when we say we want you guys to be poised for what's coming and, and so you can, won't experience any hardships, I mean it. And I hope you understand that I'm coming from the, you know, I'm being as sincere as I possibly can as are all of our coaches. So I have two questions for you. If you knew for sure that six months from now the market was going to uh, be in the other direction, like the last crash, again, we've talked for the last couple days, differing amounts depending on your market. But if you knew for sure that six months from now the market was going to be different, okay, what would you be doing differently now? So that question I wrote specifically for those of you who weren't in real estate during the past, you know, recession, okay? So for those of you who weren't in the real estate market, Back from, say, 07 to really 06 to 010, somewhere in there, or 10, that question's for you. So if you knew for sure that six months from now things were going to be dramatically different, what would you be doing differently now? Now, the next question I wrote down was for those of you who have been with us for a long time, and you did uh, make it through the last recession. So this is your question. For those of you who sold real estate before, during, and after the last housing-led uh, depression, Here's your question. Put yourself mentally and emotionally back to 2004, 2005, 2006. Back then. So you're back there. Remember, it was the seller's market. Everyone could get a mortgage. Everyone was buying like five and six houses. You know, if you're in California, everyone was buying ten houses. It's like real estate was the winning lottery ticket. So put yourself back there mentally and emotionally. If you knew then that the world was about to shift in, say, late September 2007 is when it actually started, but if you knew then that the world was about to shift, you knew with 100% certainty that prices would fall, distress would rise, that something had never, that, that, you know, not since the Great Depression would we see real estate prices fall, you know, biblical, you know, historical times, I was going to say biblical, but hope not, historic well, times. Well, it felt like it occasionally during those times. <laughs> it did, yeah. it did feel like a, a, an economic apocalypse anyway. So if you yeah. knew that was going to happen back then, right, what would you have done differently back in, say, 04, 05, 06, knowing that the great crash was coming? What would you have been doing differently then? By the way, the answers to both questions, we're going to help you guys understand right now. Julie, why don't you just jump to right point number one? Yeah, you got it. So what would you do? We always like to give you practical applications so that it's not just a great podcast. You're actually doing something about it. Number one, make as much money now helping people as you can. Don't go to ground and stop working like vampires do, for example. The wave may not be rising, but there still is opportunity to ride the remainder of what wave you have. So again, we cannot drill this into your brains hard enough. Make as much money now helping people as you can. That point does not mean that the opportunity to make money will go away. 
It just means you've got to keep on keeping on with what you've got in front of you right now, even while you start shifting yourself. Point number two, reconstitute your center of influence and your past client relationships. They're going to need you the most. Past clients' center of influence will turn to you to find out what, if anything, they should be doing during the shift. They may call just to find out what in the world is happening. They read an article. What's your take on it? So reconstitute your relationships. Many of you, when you get busy in a market like this, you don't prospect your past clients, your center of influence. You stop sending your newsletter, your postcards, making your phone calls. You ignore them. And then all of a sudden, the panic happens, and we want to love them again. Don't be that agent. Get back on that. Joy, okay, point. Let me yeah. interject something. Let me interject something. So sure. the reason I wrote that, you guys can tell hopefully that I wrote today's radio show. <laughs> I tried to work in some <laughs> funny stuff. But anyway, so point number two, the reason I wrote that down was because a lot of you guys, uh, after the, while the crash was happening and things were getting ugly and housing prices were following, the last person you would call would be a center of influence and past client because you didn't want them yelling at you because you sold them something where the prices right. had declined, like you somehow had a crystal ball, right? So what I need you guys to do now is I need you to refortify those relationships now and let them know using the actual facts in the last couple of radio shows, we told you how to go about going into your own individual markets to learn the actual facts. Remember, not every market's the same. Not every market, and there's many markets inside the market, so don't just use generalized information because uh, you will be wrong 100% of the time. You need to really drill down and know the different, you know, where the sands are shifting and what parts of your market. That's the information you need to have. You need to reconnect or connect at a higher level with your centers of influence and past clients because I promise you about July or August this year, they're going to start reading crappy real estate news. You know how the news always trails, uh, you know, real estate news always trails what actually happened by six months at least. Then they're going to start worrying. They're going to start asking questions. You need to have established a relationship of uh, authority of being someone who said, hey, this is what's happening. There's a change happening. If you're thinking about selling sometime the next year or two, now would be better than, say, next year or this time. Kind of use facts to maybe help these people understand. And that way, if, you're, if they live in one of these markets that will be more severely hit, you will be on record for having told them the truth before it actually happened. And then when they do decide to sell, if they do decide to sell in a down market, they and you will feel, feel perfect, perfectly normal connecting versus if you'd not really kept that relationship um, uh, going with giving them the factual information. You guys can keep in contact with these guys. I know a lot of you guys like email. I like email. But I'm talking about picking up the phone. I'm talking about a newsletter. I'm talking about maybe some of you guys start a podcast, right? You do a podcast and you, send, you start doing a weekly podcast and you, you know, half hour, 15 minutes, uh, and then you send replays to all your clients where you're starting to talk about this type of stuff. The point is, do not, as I said in point number one, go to ground. You guys got to start positioning yourselves as, an, as a uh, trustworthy authority. Because remember, when you decrease people's feeling of being overwhelmed, you will become an authentic leader in their eyes. Point number three, Julie, I'll read it. Consider starting, oh, I already said it. Well, that's easy. Consider starting a regular newsletter podcast where you become known uh, as the source for the real information. We talked about that. Point number four, um, be the master of facts. Days on the market, absorption. Remember, there is no one market and no one price range. Again, listen to the past two days' worth of shows 
because we gave you a very drilled down specific list of things that you need to be looking into. Um, you know, Robert is reminding us of one of those points with the uh, chat he sent Julie with regards to the uh, notice of defaults, right? Remember, notice of defaults is after the train has left the station. The real early indicator is the number of BPOs that are being ordered. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Julie, point number five. Five. Okay. Master multiple spokes. Consider rentals, property management, BPOs, REOs. Get on those lists now versus when everyone else is doing it, especially BPOs and REOs. I know that the coaches are working hard to get all of you guys to polish up your REO and BPO resumes. You might not need them this second, but you definitely want to have them ready to rumble. So that doesn't take that long, and it's absolutely worth you taking action on. So master multiple spokes. Do not enter a real estate shift as a one-spoke wonder. Probably most of your deals are people that are you know, buying and selling. We, we kind of nickname name that for fun because it's profitable. They get to move up. We've got low interest rates. Everybody's happy. So don't make that your only spoke. That's not the only way to do transactions. At the same time, keep that going. Previous point, past clients and center of influence. So get your multiple uh, spokes going. Yes. Point number five is really important. Those of you who have been sold during the last crash, those of you guys who listened to us starting really in 06 when we started saying it's coming, we're doing that now. We're telling you the same information now. And what did we tell you to do? We said align yourselves, and we give you a list of these banks. We, give you, we tell you exactly who to call. We tell you exactly what to say. We tell you exactly how to fill out the forums. Every single one of you listening right now, especially our coaching clients, I want you absolutely positively using the information that we are literally updating right now on, on RECE, Real Estate Coaching Essentials, and you absolutely positively must be filling out the forms and getting your name in early to start getting the assignments. I, listen, guys, I know maybe two of you listening want to do BPOs. That's okay. I want you to get on the list to do BPOs because the BPO orders that are coming across now, listen to what your coach is telling you, are people that have missed one payment. When you get a BPO order from someone who's missed one payment, that's a listing lead. That's how I think of it anyway. You know, So you're going to get a BPO order. You're going to see, well, that seems like a great house. The people have missed one payment. You're going to do the BPO. You're going to know that they're, you're probably doing the BPO because they missed one payment. Maybe you solicit them about the listing. You need to get on these lists early. You need to basically get all the paperwork and get approved early because what that will mean is if your market, as we're hearing, as Robert told you in San Diego, you know, as it starts to shift, those BPO companies will already have you as their go-to person. I had an earlier call today, a uh, coaching call, um, with someone in Missouri, and Julie, she had assigned, and this, she hadn't gotten squat from this REO company in, like, forever. They got assigned mm -hmm. eight new REOs. Eight mm, new that's REOs. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, and her homework was to find out about those REOs, like how long they've been for closure and whether these were, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the moral of the story is, is that she was one of the only agents in her market that kept those relationships going. Uh -huh. So all of you in Real Estate Coaching Essentials, I know that's cool, right? So all Very. of you in Real Estate Coaching For Essentials, her. I want you to positively get your information into the REO companies, into the asset management companies. Use the lists that are in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. Get ahead of the line. If you were one of those agents that were late to the party back in 8, 08, 09, 10, going to those big dumb conventions, trying to kiss butt of the asset manager so you could get listings, right? Remember that, guys? It was torture, wasn't it? Well, that's because you were too late to the party. Right, it was. The relationships yeah. had already been formed. You were too late. Now is your sign, your, your absolute clear indicator. We're telling you, 
to do it now. Do not wait. Everyone, do not wait a year. That's what everyone else will do in your market, and they'll all start saying, I want to be an REO agent. Nope, you've got to get in the line first. Now, there might not be a lot in your market. There might be a lot in your market. Who knows? But I want you Doesn't to, matter. at the very least, have it ready. Okay, next point, Julie. All right, next point, number six. Be very cautious of whom you align yourself with. Virtually the entire real estate industry will be the last to admit that the sands are shifting. Don't adopt their way of thinking. Never forget that you have to have your own back. This is the point we've been making all week to all of you. It is not one universal market. Know your own local market. You may have, like Robert did, all in one, practically in one neighborhood. It was full of NODs. Maybe the neighborhood next to it has been more popular, less expensive, newer construction, and they maybe haven't gone through that at least yet. Know your own stuff. It is local to what you're dealing with. So that's point number six. Be cautious who you're listening to, who you're aligning with. We like to be very well, factual-based. Go ahead. But, Julie, so let's sound a little negative just for the sake of making a point. Mm-hmm. We okay. or will be, I promise you, the only people in the industry that are telling you this type of information for months, if not a year. We will be the only <laughs> ones that are telling you this because none of the others want to basically tell you the negative news. Uh, they probably know it. Okay, They can read the tea leaves just as clearly as we can if they look. The information is there. It's quite obvious. So whether or not they decide to actually tell you, that's a totally and completely different conversation. You cannot wait around for some big real estate guru to tell you what you should have already learned on your own from listening to this podcast. That would make you too late to the party, and we were talking about that earlier. So, Julie, point number seven, and this is a really important point. I mean, really, it's probably the most important point. <laughs> I wrote this uh, you know, trying to be somewhat funny, but still. Learn like there is no tomorrow. Personal debt is to be avoided. However, debt that is, results in you making more money is really an investment, and debt on your home is okay. Okay, so literally, guys, having a mortgage with a low interest rate in a climate like we're entering into, as long as it's a long, a 30-year mortgage, okay, take out long-term low interest rate mortgages. Interest rates will probably actually not go up. They might even go down on mortgages. The Fed's talking about a zero interest rate policy, which that means, by the way, when you start hearing that, here's the translation. It means that they're going to charge you to put your money in the bank. That's what that means. Literally, that's the ramifications of that decision. You're going to see that most likely happening towards the end of this year. And when that happens, mortgage rates will fall. Mortgage rates are only falling, and those things are going on because the government, the Fed, is doing everything it can to try to get people to borrow money. Take advantage of it. I want you to get a long-term 30-year rate mortgage at the lowest rate you possibly can. If the different you know, things happen in the economy, inflation hits or whatever, I don't really know what's going to happen, either inflation or deflation, or maybe both, depending on your market, you're going to be locked in with a low interest rate mortgage. You're always going to need a place to live. Interest rates that we have now are really quite insane. Take advantage of that. And also, obviously, you've got to be learning multiple spokes, how to basically transition. You'd, I do not want you guys to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So you're doing great right now. Go back to point number one. A lot of you guys are still riding this great seller's wave. Get, ride that, baby. Ride that wave all the way. But understand that we're coming into another market cycle. So do take full advantage of the market that you have now, but prepare for the next one. That's what learning is all about. Be ahead of the curve. Remember, hope for the best, be prepared for the worst. Point number eight, work on your mindset. Julie, what does that mean? <laughs> That's kind of a big topic. Work on your mindset. That means have yourself focused. I said to somebody this morning, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. 
all of our previous points. Don't wait for somebody to tell you the market's shifting, something's happening, you know, six months from now, and then you make an effort, right? So what is your mindset today about all this? Take a little check-in with yourself. Are you feeling positive about it? Are you feeling motivated? Are you clear that this is a great opportunity, the current market as well as the shifting market, as well as what the market shifts into? Check your own mindset. This is one of the number one reasons people have a coach, Tim, is to keep their mindset in this business on the right track. All that has to happen to you guys is you get one crappy voicemail in the morning, and then you have a deal get a little bit squirrely on you in the afternoon, and then your mindset is complete trash by the end of the day. Okay, so the coach's job is to keep you motivated and focused on what's most important. Check your mindset. One of the best ways to get really clear on this, and this is part of our book that we're working on, is to get really, really focused on your goal setting. Why are you in this business in the first place? Almost every one of you got into real estate so you could ultimately have more freedom. How close to that thought are you right now with your current mindset? Or are you in freak-out mode because, oh, my God, it's not going to be exactly like it was last week. There's going to be change. Some of you guys, all you have to do is hear the word change and you come unglued. Check your mindset. This is why you have a coach. We study this all the time. All of the coaches live it all the time. They study it. I think one of the huge advantages we have as a company, Tim, is that we coach all over the country and Canada and several other countries, so we see things happening. That's how we know to coach you this direction is that we're in the thick of it right there with you all the time but check your mindset. You do have control over that, but only when you recognize it. So it's normal to need help with that, especially in the real estate business. It's a people business. You're dealing with lots of different things happening to you all the time. That's okay. What's not okay is to not recognize it and work on it. That's my so if you guys, the shortest yeah, I can be no. about the mindset topic. <laughs> and remember, guys, you, we have 500 past radio shows. I bet you... 399 of them are basically on mindset, and you can listen to any of them at realestatecoachingradio.com. Just go back there and listen to those shows. And there's, we have very specific things on what you can be doing to control your mindset. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I definitely would prescribe to all of you guys, having media-free lives. Quite literally, stop listening to the media. It, the election cycle, everything that's going to be going on over the next seven months is going to be ugly, and it's going to be very, very harmful to even the most positive person's mindset. So unplug from that crap. You can backfill. You can start. Re we have a reading list as part of Real Estate Coaching Essentials, and we update that. So go and start reading great books. Go start reading things that are going to make you have a stronger mindset. Remember, guys, the greatest fortunes in the history of history have always been made during the greatest times of change. Okay? We're entering into one of those times now. So be encouraged by that. Be motivated by that. Um, and then you won't, you won't find your – you'll find yourself basically being usually one of the only people that has a positive mindset because everybody else is waiting around in the, the, you know, the mm -hmm. lake of – the cesspool of bad thoughts, and you don't have to. You don't have to partake in that. All right. So ne point number nine, Julie. Point number nine: Work on your relationships, family, friends, neighbors, and your church. Become a leader. You feel like a leader when you have the tools to help others. Ninety-nine point nine percent of agents think they can only make money when the market is rising. By the way, that's making it all about you, not all about your friends, family, relatives, neighbors, and fellow church people, okay? So that's not true. You make money in any market as long as you know what to focus on. So work on your relationships and decide that you're going to be a leader through this, not a follower. The followers get trampled when things change. The leaders lead the people who trust them, who ask them, what's happening? I need advice. What should I do? 
So work on your relationships. Don't live in fear of somebody asking you what in the world is happening in the real estate world. You should already know the answer to that and welcome those questions. Be the leader. Don't allow yourself to think you're only going to make a lot of money when things are all rosy. Okay? And you know, the, the clearest example of this, Tim, honestly, is you know, realize that you make a normal commission in short sales, for example. How much fun are you guys having when somebody beats you down on commission because they know their house is going to sell tomorrow with multiple offers? Is that really fun for you guys? I don't think so. Now, that doesn't mean that's all going to go away overnight. You'll probably have a combined market where you're dealing with some of that, and then tonight you're going to advise one of your sellers that in order to sell, they have to have a price reduction, which makes them a short sale. So be very flexible on that and have strong relationships you know, the stronger relationships that you have going into this, the easier your life's going to be when you are leading people to do what's right for them and their families. Does that make sense, Tim? I mean, it's, it's it kind does, of a it does. It, funny point. It, yeah. It, well, it does. But, you know, guys, there's, I was just thinking as Julia was talking, you know, there, uh, there are easily predict – the markets that you guys need to be most weary of and cautious of and, and, and watch are the ones where uh, basically actually the buyers that bought in the probably last three years – because they're the ones that pretty much bought at the top of the market, and those people also generally had the mortgages requiring the least amount of money. So those are the sellers that are basically going to be facing an underwater mortgage the quickest. Now, you're going to be dealing with a lot of other people under different circumstances. Not all of them are going to have a distressed property. In other words, you're going to have a lot of people with a lot of equity, but they, don't, they can't sell the property for other reasons, market conditions or whatever, and they want to sell. Lost their job, need to retire, need to relocate. You know, there's some confusion when Julie and I, said that this is the greatest real estate market, you know, probably of our lifetimes, and I didn't make it clear, and Howard, I did listen to what you said. I had a coaching call with a guy named Howard this morning, and he thinks that I should have basically been more clear about my definition of what a great real estate market was, and he was right. So, and I apologize if I made that confusing. You guys, many of you, think I was intent, uh, I intended to mean that a uh, greatest real estate market because everything was going to continue to arise. That wasn't what I was thinking at all. What I was thinking was a great real estate market because the transactional volume that will be available, because there's going to be so many people needing to buy and sell, because there's such a big generational shift of you know the generation Y that are going to start you know buying homes, because of the baby boomers downsizing, despite the and, and also because of the fact that we're going to be having in different parts of the country we're going to be having another housing crash. Different parts, different segments. Not a, I don't think it's going to be a national thing. I do think it's going to be, you know, we talked about this. I'm not going to beat that drum any longer. Just listen to the past couple of days worth of shows. So the moral of the story, guys, is, is that when your mindset is in, in gear with your mindset of service, when those things are in sync, you're going to find that you are anxious to be of service to others. You're anxious to help people solve problems. Julie, I love your last two points. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, number 10. Polish your pre-listing package, your listing and buyer presentations. Again, we're talking about what to do about all of this. Polish your REO and BPO resumes. We talked about that. Be ready to be flexible. Modify your pre-listing package for short sales, for example. Okay? There may be things that you take out, things that you put in. Modifications. We already talked to you about modifying for new construction, working with builders, all kinds of different modifications that we work on as coaches with your pre-listing package. But now is the time to polish that stuff up. It matters now with the market you're dealing with. It really, really matters when people are desperate for your help and much more appreciative because they're going through a little bit more stressful times. So now is a great time to be polishing all of the things that make you great because the opportunity you will have to use that and show why you make a difference is right on the horizon. 
Don't go into that okay, unprepared. Julie, let ahead. me remind guys, the pre-listing pack, the listing presentation, everything that we're referring to, the scripts, the pre-qualification stuff, every single aspect of how to thrive in any kind of real estate market, in any kind of price range, is included in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. So when you hear Julie saying pre-listing pack, don't feel overwhelmed because you don't have one or if you know your stinks. We've already got one. It's phenomenal. All you got to do is basically plug and play, and you're off to the races. That's part of Real Estate Coaching Essentials. If you guys want to learn more about that program, just fill out that box. If you're on your mobile devices, just scroll down, put in your information. Answer the phone when we call back. We're only going to try to call you back a couple times, and if you don't, if, if we don't connect, then we're calling the next person. Uh, you know, and like I said, if you don't have the financial app, you know, where for all right now, it's only $2,000 for six months. This is a real life coaching program. You know, most of you guys are, you know, this, I, I realize that some of you have been waiting and hoping for a program like this that you can afford. Well, this is it. And, but remember, we can approve for financing every single one of you, no matter what your present situation is. We have made arrangements with a lender that literally every single one of you will be approved. Um, you'll just fill out that form and get more information. You literally can be in a coaching program with a real live coach starting today. Just complete that form, answer the phone when it rings. Julie, you have one more point. Yes, one more point, point number 11. Make more contact with more spokes or more various pipelines of business than you normally do. Don't wait to start doing this. The more you speak about real estate, the more opportunity will arise for you. Be the one who knows what's going on in your market. Have we made that clear enough? But make sure that you don't just know. It doesn't really do much good for you to just store all this information in your brain. You've got to get out there and talk about that. I'll never forget, Tim, you know, when, uh, when the last shift was happening, how curious people were and how much people were talking about it. I mean, it started out as what is a short sale, right? And yeah. then there was a lot of what is a loan mod, what's that about? What do you mean houses don't appreciate overnight all the time and I can't get 20% you know, over what I just paid three months ago? All of these conversations, but again, it doesn't matter if you're just storing that information in your head. You've got to talk to people about that. Talk to your past clients, your centers of influence. All you have to do is ask them, what are you curious about regarding real estate? What can I answer for you? What have you been seeing? What have you been reading? Who do you know who could use my help buying or selling? You've got to do more of that sooner and not wait until there is an obvious shift. When there's an obvious shift, you will have more confusion in the marketplace and you're going to have more competition. And it's like Tim said, you may be too late to that. We want you to take action now. Hope for the best, plan for the worst. I hope that we're wrong and we wake up tomorrow and it's just all fat and happy and boomy again and all of you guys are, are you know, just swimming in your transactions and everything's easy. That's probably not realistic. But just to make the, the point that we're not hoping for things to get more challenging for you guys, but we are optimistic that all of you can handle it and have the ability to shift and embrace the increased opportunity of people actually obviously needing what it is that you have to offer them. I personally think that that's a more appreciative market for your skills and what you guys know to do. So in that sense, I am very excited for you guys, but you really have to take action sooner instead of later to be in preparation. And incidentally, everything on our list, regardless of what happens in your market, serves you well as a real estate professional regardless. These are all things, if you haven't polished your pre-listing package or worse yet, you don't even have one, that's not something just for a shifting market. That's a survival technique that you need. <laughs> you know, that's a thriving thing that has to do with any market. 
it just makes it that much more focused when we see a shift coming. Does that make sense, Tom? Well, the, the, way, the way you win in a market like what we're entering into, and please remember, we've said it a billion times, but you've got to know your market, listen to the past two shows that we did to get you some real specifics on what you need to understand. Uh, but this is a skills-based market. Markets like what we're entering in now are skills-based, agents that have the skills to solve problems. You know, I, I was thinking, like, for example, when the upper end market, and it's happening exactly like it did in 06, guys, it's happening right now. Listen to your coach. Please don't ignore me. Don't be a skeptic. Don't think we're having a hidden agenda with what we're telling you. We're just giving you the information as raw and truthful as we can. The exact same things are happening in many of the exact same markets as they did back in 06. One of the first things that we saw, and this started happening last year, go to your MLS, research this yourself, is the upper end market started to slow. Well, we had agents, some of the most successful, you know, big agents that you see on TV, they were our superstars. They were our coaching clients. I was on the phone, or I had uh, Valerie Fitzgerald, and we had her on the radio back when it was not even a radio show. And anyway, she, was, uh, she had to pivot and go towards uh, rentals. So here's a gal that had, I think she was on two TV shows, one of the most successful agents in the world, beautiful, beautiful gal, absolutely phenomenal real estate agent, best-selling author, and guess what? She was been selling estates in L.A., Beverly Hills. That's what she was known for. The market started to shift. The sellers basically said, I'm not willing to sell into this market. Guess what? She started renting them. And a lot of – I have uh, Mike Dunsey in, in uh, Long Beach. He got into the rental market too. You don't have to get into the rental market, but what you do have to do is you have to have the ability to tell your sellers that if they decide that they want to hold on to the house but they can't – you know, you want to offer management. Now, do you do it yourself? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, or maybe you basically refer to somebody that will. But by offering a uh, wider swath of services, you'll attract more people to you. That's what we're talking about the opening of the mindset, the realization that there's opportunities whatever direction the market's going. That's where your mindset has to be. And remember, guys, the fear that you might be feeling is from your lack of knowledge. So confidence, you know, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. When you feel confident, when you at least are in the process of learning how to help people in all kinds of different situations, then what happens is you become the person that they go to for information. Then your business starts to take off because you become the agent that they know who will help them to stop feeling overwhelmed about whatever is happening in their individual markets. Please go back, listen to the past three days' worth of radio shows. Please take action on the items that we said. I don't want for any of you the suffering that many, frankly many agents in our whole industry went through during the last downturn. Get ahead of this. Okay, get ahead of this. Be six months. Let's say we're. Let's say this doesn't really start in earnest for another six months or twelve months. Maybe in your market, it's already started. Whatever. Get ahead of it. Don't be one of these agents that comes to the party late and wondering why you can't, you know, take advantage of becoming an REO agent or why sellers are no longer listing with you because, you know, whatever. Get ahead of it. Get the knowledge necessary. That's what the coaching program is all about. That's what this radio show is all about. I love the feedback that we've been getting from you guys about how Julie and I have been getting more intense on our radio show. We're going to continue to do that. Your homework from today's radio show, like everyone, are two things. One, please get, help us get the word out. Right? Share this radio show replay on Facebook, tweet it, do whatever it takes, help us disseminate the information. And number two, if you've not yet done so, complete that box on, the, um, on your, uh, your phone, right? Or if you're on a desktop, remember you can go to 
Uh, I have to remember the URL. You guys can go directly to joinharris.com, joinharris.com, and you can fill out that form too, and we'll also give you those three books just for, by completing the form. In the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.